so we are already on episode three of the Pedal Ford Piedmont podcast. Um, we have Chad and Patrice and Anderson here with us today. Um, and re- how we found them is they act- Chad actually reached out to me on uh, Facebook as soon as we went live with our Facebook page and asked how he could help. So, uh, you know, just like Justin in the last uh, episode, I uh, started bugging him about a podcast episode and here they are. So, uh, Chad, uh, I just want to, I guess, start with what's your story? Uh, how, I, I know you guys said you moved here from Mississippi, and yeah. uh, so just kind of tell us a little bit how you got here and uh, what, what you love about Jacksonville, Piedmont area. And Well, we, um, I, 2014 was when we moved to Jacksonville, to the area, and um, I had I had a colleague uh, where I used to teach I moved to the area and, and just kind of uh, nudged me one day saying, hey... Uh, I know you're probably not looking at moving, but there's an opportunity that might open up over where we are here in, in, in Jacksonville. And I thought, yeah, I'm not worried about that. Where, where, where? Jacksonville, Florida? No, 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 Alabama. Okay. And it turned out also that uh, Jacksonville State had a has a really strong uh, master's program that my wife, Patrice here, is uh, was interested in. So. It was kind of this alignment of things that made sense for us to at least look at it. And so, sort of to shorten a, a very long story, we were invited over one day just to visit, right? Not it even, was like it was like pre. Oh man, October, like, right. You know, this area is just, it's seductive yeah, it's, when the yes. leaves change and you see the, you know, all those kinds of mm-hmm. things. So, uh, we came over and saw that, and, and it was. I, you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm the skeptic, and, and when we left, I remember th- the feeling of like, man, I really love this place, but I didn't want to admit that. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, but you know, we don't want to move, and, and this isn't really, you know, I, but in any way, I probably wouldn't get the position, and you know, maybe, I mean, that's just, there's too many things that have to line up perfectly for this to work out. And so, again, long story short, it turned out that through applying and through, um, you know, the way the program was set up, Patrice was able to, to apply and was accepted, and then we jumped on board and, and got over here. And so one of the pleasant things about the area is that the school systems, uh, our son is um, about to be 10, and so at that time we were concerned, of course, about the school systems. Anytime you move and you have kids, you're worried about that kind of thing, of course. So what's the education system like? And Kitty Stone in Jacksonville, at least, is... Uh, and there's our, our Piedmont law enforcement <laughs> taking care of business. Uh, it was had really great reviews, and he's been incredibly happy there. Um, but anyway, prior to that, while we were we, I was teaching at Mississippi State University, and was in really bad health, uh, just in terms of my. I mean, I wasn't in bad health, but I was. Um, you know the. The teaching game can kind of eat your time up uh, in, a, in a real heavy kind of way. So, and I was still doing a lot of freelance work, and and used to be a musician too. So on weekends I would be traveling all over the place performing, and it was just nuts. And so my health was taking a hit, and I started running. And Patrice and I had both started running a little bit, and and then I got obsessed with that, uh, big time, and lost a ton of weight, and then just got sickly obsessed with it. 
Um, and, and so that led up to moving here. And what was interesting is, is moving here, the cycling community is, I mean, it's a huge running community. It's, it, you guys have found that out probably. And anyone listening to the podcast uh, from outside of the area, one of the amazing things about this entire area by area, I mean, Calhoun County and the surrounding counties is all the resources we have here in terms of outdoor activity. Uh, man, the I was looking, you know, Facebook creeping, looking at runner groups and sort of possibilities and I was thinking man I could do my first ultra marathon over here and I could really do this thing and I was getting all hyped up about it getting excited Mm -hmm. and then the day that we moved to Jacksonville uh, I on the way into town I accidentally took a turn and stopped off and bought a bike and I realized uh, shortly thereafter that that was a good mistake because uh, you know everyone had been talking about this trail that were this little Ladiga trail and I'm a road guy uh, as we were talking about earlier so I know there's a huge mountain biking uh, resources and, and, and circles here for mm-hmm. that it's just tremendous but um, you know ro- road is a little dangerous and I didn't know what the community was like in terms of that here and coming from Mississippi there I hate to say this and go on record but uh, they're culturally not looking for the cyclists i mean they are i mean i I can't speak for the whole state they're just certain pockets of places where it's it's that's just not a common thing to see and so um it's not well respected so moving here uh and sort of getting into that community the cycling community uh, not only with the ladiga trail but also just learning the the group rides and kind of the roads in the area um i hit absolutely is a I almost hate to even go on record again to say this because I don't want the world to know about how great we've got this pocket (laughs) here of some of the best roads anywhere they are not super heavily traveled there's some dog issues of course but where is there never dog issues Mm -hmm. right and um, and the community though again the the cyclists here are just uh, they're like family Mm -hmm. it's amazing and the groups are or you can do anything you want. If you're a racer, you got it. If you are a, a C, a D group rider, and, and that's what you want to do, that is awesome. You got tons of folks who can do that stuff. If you're a mountain biker, you can do that stuff. So coming here and moving here was like, um, you know, I wish, I wish I didn't have to go to work every day and I could just do that stuff all the time and play all the time. So it keeps you young and um, there's just not many communities uh, or, or areas where I think around here anyway that are like this in terms of always having right. uh, that kind of any kind of activity at your fingertips like that that you can just go out and do and I have to I hate to say it, you have to work so hard to go out and, and do the stuff mm-hmm. if that makes any kind of sense too so sure have you for those of you who aren't familiar with the Chief Ladaga Trail it starts in Anniston and links up at the Georgia line with the Silver Comet Trail and goes all the way into Atlanta Georgia have you ridden that entire trail uh, any plans to do that I absolutely have plans to do that I have had plans to do that since I moved here <laughs> and I never it's so ridiculous um, that there there are uh, I, I keep mentioning group rides there there are you know like any city they have there's clusters of folks and there's different groups that ride, and there's one in particular that will, uh, well, well, first of all, to rewind that, there are a couple of rides that are organized over on the Georgia side uh, that I think traverse either the whole thing or parts of it, and there's, in other words, there's some organized events that do utilize the entire length of the trail. Mm-hmm. I've got plans. In fact, this summer, uh, I have 
already we there's several guys that'll go from um, Jacksonville, I think, across out to Rock Mart. I believe I'm right. Gosh, anybody listening to this could probably correct me, but I think Rock Mart. If you turn around there in Georgia, and you come back to Jacksonville to the depot there, it it is that's a century. I think or right, or very close to a century. So you can get a hundred miles that way as an out and back. Right. But um, a buddy of mine did the Dirty Kansas. Uh, was a 200 miler gravel event that's huge um, last year. And uh, he's he's talked about doing uh, when he was training for that, just jumping on on the south end of that terminal in, in near Aniston and going all the way to the state line and turn around and come back to get the 200 mile, you know, to train for that. Sure. And so um, he, for some reason, he didn't do that last year. I was going to do some of that with him. No way could I do the the 200 right now. Right. But but um, yeah. So there's plans to do that. And and I've ridden. Actually, this is, I'm sort of embarrassed to say, I haven't ridden much over into the Silver Comet. And some of that is just because uh, either I'm, I do so much of my riding solo that out and back from Jacksonville from the house all the way out to that point, I mean, either I got to come to Piedmont, which I probably will now that you guys are here, I'll start and launch off from Piedmont to get a little bit farther out so I can cover more ground to come back until I just... I don't know. I don't see a 200 miler in my future anytime soon. <laughs> right. But but um, yeah. So we we've talked about recently in the last couple of weeks we're gonna do uh, try to train up for some century rides out here and either go the whole way, stay, and then come back. Which a lot of people do that. A whole yeah. lot of people do mm-hmm. that actually. Um, or do the the Piedmont out and back, or the Jacksonville out and back. Mm-hmm. Do that. And it's so interesting though to, to there's a such a strong core of folks who are kind of take ownership of the Silver Comet side and the Silver Comet profile is such a different uh, trail profile than the Lodiga and some of them are commenting on that on a recent ride where they came over to this to our side of the line mm-hmm. and we're like man those grades y'all have over there are just they're just so it's like flat but they're not flat they're long and they right. just each they you know i think it's more rollers over on that side a little bit i mean compared to here so different terrain but i i absolutely want to do that and and hopefully soon so i think this is this is the summer this yeah. is when it's gonna, it's <laughs> gonna happen and you guys are here so that's gonna be perfect i'm right. just gonna like use that as a we need to have the uh pedal forward piedmont century ride start from yeah, yeah. from uh, start from piedmont and go out to somewhere and back i don't yeah, know where that would be that would be cool that'd be cool yeah yeah so that yeah. that actually uh that, that's a good transition into kind of talking about the community of piedmont sure for those uh who are starting in aniston we're kind of i would say a, a good good we're in a good position for that first pit stop uh on a, on a long century ride like that and if you're coming from atlanta we might be uh, closer to the third or fourth pit stop type of place. Yep. Uh, so, you know, when you ride through Piedmont, there there hasn't been a lot for you here, but have you seen the strengths of Piedmont? What makes it unique? Like, is there anything you love about Piedmont? Well, you know, one of the things that I know we had talked about, and I've said this over and over, and it's not just me, you guys, it's all the, I, I could go on record to talk for a lot of the cyclists around here, um, in that when I would ride through Piedmont, it would overall I always had this feeling of like, man, I feel like there's there's got to be just a bustling bit of activity down here, 
And it, I would look down the streets and it would be sort of like, where is everybody? There's not a whole lot of stuff going on that I can see. It didn't feel that way anyway, so I could be wrong. Um, but it was a little bit disheartening. And I would go back to Jacksonville. And I always felt like when I would come here, I, I would want to, in fact, I used to get off the trail and I would do loops through town uh, just to get off the trail for a minute, you know, and just sort of ride the streets and, and sort of look at uh, like Cisco and some of the guys here painting a lot of this stuff on the, on the, these really incredible um, wall murals mm -hmm. and things like that. And, and just the fun of discovering those things, just those little things, you know, alleyways and stuff and, and, and doing that on an early morning ride or late in the afternoon. And, um, but it would just sort of, I mean, I hate to, this sounds like I'm downing Piedmont, it's not, it was just, it felt so empty. It mm. was not ghost townish, but it was like, where is, where is everybody? This is such a great, these buildings are super cool. Um, I, I wish I had a, a more professional way to say that, but it, they just are. They're, they're very, they have so much character, mm -hmm. there's so much potential. Highway 9 is not completely asleep. I mean, Highway 9 still runs right through here. Right. Um, we still sometimes get off the trail and go down Highway 9 and loop back all the way, you know, White's Gap and, and that way. So, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, it just, where, where is the stuff? And, and that was the feeling I always had when I would come into Piedmont, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and then, you know, people who've been around here a long time, you always hear all these crazy stories, like any small town. And, you know, coming from a small town, I, you know, I've learned to always take things a grain, you know, a grain of salt, so to speak. And if it's negative or positive, even sometimes you don't know what, is, is that true? Was that really true? What are yeah, you yeah. talking about? There's no way that happened here or whatever. And so um, that's not a deterrent or a, a, or a sales pitch necessarily. It's just a, you said it, we, we y'all, Piedmont is, in this unique spot on the trail with this being a, a, a railroad built kind of these communities that are, are so many exact miles apart from each other right, right. like if, if anyone riding hasn't noticed that that's why those mile markers you almost feel like well gosh if i'm going to do 10 miles out wow i just so happened to stop exactly right there yeah, well, yeah it's because of that and so these little towns like piedmont these little spots along the way are just primed they're set up mm -hmm. Um, and literally they were set up for that and so we can take advantage of those kinds of things I think but it still it always felt that way it just felt like this was a uh, an empty spot that was wait something waiting for something to happen mm -hmm. and and I never really saw it happen except for uh, the cafe that was here and a few other little things but um, you know I'm I'll just admit it I'll go on record and say I don't unfortunately drive up from Jacksonville much mm -hmm. Uh, but I would, you know, we, I love Jacksonville, but I'll, some of our resources or restaurants and things like that, for example, are, are great, but they're limited. Right. And so if there's something else, I'll drive, it's not that far. I'll drive up here and support the community. Yeah, still Calhoun County. It's all, this is all, this is home, all of this stuff. <laughs> From a cyclist viewpoint, what is that potential for, what does that look like to you for Piedmont to reach its potential? Let's look at it this way. Um, you know, I can look at it from me, a, 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 a person who does not live in town, who uses this one resource and comes through town. Mm -hmm. But I can also look at this from the angle of, you know, having talked to and been around and seen a lot of like what um, the groups in Anniston are doing, you know, and certainly uh, Brooke Nelson and all that crew. Uh, and Tom and everybody who's worked with the challenge, the Chiao Challenge, and, and these huge events that, that are now like the UCI uh, qualifier for the, the. I mean, that it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing what that thing has become. But 
but it brings so many people into the area. And I know that almost becomes like a, I want to say cliche sort of thing to say, but it really is. That, that is a huge draw. There are people that come from literally all over the world for that one event. And so when I think about a place like Piedmont and the resources and what would it take to, to kind of make it work for, let's say, the universal cyclist, you know, because we're, we're not all road guys. We're mountain, mountain biking. Right. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's family, your kids. I mean, I, man, those kids are tearing this trail up. It's yeah. awesome to see them out there rolling. Uh, and, and there's nothing better than that. Walkers, runners, everything is part of it is not just, hey, Ooh, what if there's a bike shop in Piedmont? I used to think that way, but now it's more, uh, what are the things that would help when folks are coming in from Atlanta, when folks are coming in from everywhere to ride this trail? First of all, I think the trail could use uh, even more, a, a stronger push toward like their marketing and kind of being more uh, ramped up. But that doesn't mean that that's just the, you know, like a, a, a chamber of visitors or tourism bureau doing that. That's going to take a whole community to do that. Right. And I think also with um, everything from, from folks having this restaurant, this thing open, or this storefront, and this kind of what you guys are doing specifically in terms of how that can help a community where you get the community involved, it's just going to take a while. But those things, I think echo out and create, this is going to sound super cheese ball when I say this, but it, it creates a vibration that goes out, mm -hmm. right? It's just like a ripple effect in water and, and people will at least at first look at that and go, wow, some, what's going on over there? And I think the more that folks from uh, in the North Georgia area uh, in, in Tennessee also, even South uh, Alabama, will start seeing some of the activities, events and all of that happening as those start to occur. Mm -hmm. It's not just one shop, it's not just one business, it's not just two people trying to do this thing. It's like a whole, um, it's kind of the way social media works, right? It's like you, you can't just let it stop for a week. You have to keep going and keep going and keep going. Y'all cannot stop, mm -hmm. no matter what. And I think that becomes infectious. Yeah. And that is what, for a cyclist, especially for folks outside, um, that makes this become a tool for me it's an attraction because right. i go man not only can i go get my gels there right mm -hmm. when i'm about to bonk like an idiot in the <laughs> four thousand degree summer and i should have eaten more whatever i mean that's great but it's also the community like i feel like there's actually some folks up here yeah. you know like just on a real kind of a, a base level conversation of there's some activity there's some folks i know you know, not to speak for all cyclists, but I, you know, I know you, you guys know different areas. You know that um, even the suburbs of all the Atlanta spots, they all have their groups, they all have their rides. I would love to see eventually more rides happen based out of, you know, like literally the Pedal Flower and Piedmont Tuesday night ride, whatever yeah. that is. And then, but more than that, maybe even just, um, Utilize the trail even more. Let's get more events on that thing, you know, and and not not Grand Fonda. I mean, man, you know, have the fun the fun ride for right. kids. Right. That's going to help the trail. That's going to help build a community. That's going to help bring recognition to what's going on. And just like everything else, it's going to this sign of life. 
sign of life, sign of life. They are doing things. They are doing things. Wow, this is exciting. Not everybody's going to love that, you know, but that's that's cool. That's all right. So that would be my answer to that. I would just love to see, but but what if? What if? And then, you know, not to spill beans. And we, you, we've all talked about, y'all talked about some ideas y'all have. I just think things that you guys are looking at for your vision really will plug into helping awareness for here and also building the community up, um, you know, in another way. And giving voice to some younger folks who may not necessarily know what they want to do, right. you know, and don't aren't able to sort of launch off to other cities immediately or go do a certain thing on a weekend or whatever. They may just hang out here and, and find out, wow, that's, I could fix that or I could do that or I'm interested in what you guys are doing. How can I get involved or whatever? And all of a sudden, again, there you go, community building, right? Mm -hmm. um, man, but this takes patience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, as a cyclist, as a, a citizen of Calhoun, um, what, do you, what do you see Pedal Ford Piedmont becoming? What do you guys want to see from us? I would like it just simply because, I mean, I'm thinking as far as, like, any time that I get on the trail, it's usually, you know, with my son or with some friends, um, and it's more of a social aspect. I'm not training for anything. Sure, sure. I'm not, and this is kind of one of the things that Chad and I, like, oppose. Like, Chad gets on the trail, and he's like, zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> I get on the trail, and I'm like, oh, look at that hill. Look at the valley. Look at the goats. Look at the cows. Look at the flowers. Because there's plenty the of goats, cows, turtles, right, snakes. snakes. Yeah, right. sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. And so I am so just, like, in awe of nature, or I'm having a conversation with a friend. So I use it more as a social you know thing but I was thinking this would be great you know with the restaurant next door and the coffee here it gives me motivation to say hey why don't we just hop on the trail go grab some lunch up in Piedmont you know yeah. meet some friends do some talking and then we can just head on back mm -hmm. or you know if we're like really adventurous maybe we can you know go towards you know Georgia or whatnot because it's gorgeous I'm not necessarily talking about miles or mm -hmm. you know anything like you that. You don't have to go far. I know. Not right. even two George, just right. like uh, two miles that way. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and so I'm definitely more of the leisure trail person mm -hmm. than you know, I'm using it for you know, exercise is kind of secondary. I'm using it just to be out in nature and, and to have that social aspect. Um, which is why it's really hard for me and Chad to ride together. Uh, or to do anything together he's like okay I've got to get my heart rate up to blah 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 right, right. and I'm just like oh look at the cow <laughs> yeah it's funny you say that because Becky and I are the same way I'm just like go 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 and she's like what why why can't we just why can't we stop and take photos right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so you guys get right again. yeah there you go exactly so you know I would love or even yeah even we just drive up to Piedmont and yeah. we Piedmont as a launching point um, and that's one of the things like you know I have ridden up to Piedmont once yeah um, and you did a great job thank you very much <laughs> um, and so you know it was a little disappointing like Chad says it was disappointing you know come up here and I'm drinking I mean nothing against drinking out of a water hose but you right. know I'm drinking out of a water hose filling a bottle and I don't even think the place is opened up you know, well, that time of the day in. that we came up, yeah, the, yeah, the welcome so, center wasn't open that so day. So it was just like, point. I really could have used 
since I don't travel that much, you know, that long distance, I really could have used like a nice place to kind of regroup, maybe get some calories in, right. and definitely hydrate before heading back or continuing on. Mm -hmm. So having something here to look forward to socially, um, you know, it's fabulous. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm ecstatic that y'all are open, um, and especially having, you know, uh, a child who has a bike and can get him interested on um, coming up here. And if y'all have Wi-Fi, I mean, just strap the iPad on his back. <laughs> you know, right up here. Yeah. Both, you know, best of both worlds, right? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. That I mean, you guys are, you know, describing the vision that we have. You guys are describing it, you know, almost perfectly we want to be that place where people come and, and regroup and get to know other people in the community um, and know one thing we really see uh, long term for Piedmont is you know the Chattanooga the boulders of the world we see uh, Piedmont kind of becoming that outdoor hub for cycling we yeah. have the Penhody Trail that comes right through the middle of town yeah, yeah. Terrapin Creek. Creek. We That's have right. Duggar Mountain Wilderness, Chocoloco Wilderness is not far away. Um, we just see all this, all this potential around here. Um, do you guys have any input on uh, how the community as a whole can come together to make, to make that possible? Well, I think what you need to do, my opinion is, is that you need to involve the schools. Yeah. I think if you get into the high schools, if you get into, you know, the, even as young as elementary schools, and you can interest the kids into getting their parents or starting a club or doing something at a younger age, it puts, it gets the kids invested, which gets the parents invested. Um, and I think that's a huge part of like getting the community invested in to this vision that you have. Um, you know, very family-friendly communities here. Um, and people like, you know, we're in Jacksonville, but we've kayaked, you know, over at um, Terrapin. And the only place to stop to, you know, because you got to feed your kids, mm -hmm. you know, or to get some coffee or to do something, you know, because Piedmont's kind of a halfway point. It's like you drive through McDonald's, mm -hmm. which is, you know, not necessarily what you always want to do. Sure. Um, so I think that, you know, if you start young and you get the kids involved, you have kid activities, you get the high school involved, you like talk them into starting these clubs um, that I think that's going to be a huge boost for your overall community. Um, One of the high schools also, just to jump on that a little, is that they've, I know in Jacksonville, I think here, they do have mountain biking teams now, mm -hmm. which, and they race and they're, they're getting, they're growing, yeah, which yeah. is super great to see. That's just, I know that's, that's cycling related, but. And, and that's a specific, that's one little thing, and that's right. not necessarily what you're talking about, but that's part of the, of the puzzle. Right. And I also think that, I'm gonna throw a twist on this, and I think that the, the problem that I see in a lot of communities, not just, it's not just here, it's like everywhere I've ever lived just about, or, or in those sort of um, uh, satellite communities, is that the community itself, and I'm certainly guilty of this, has backyard syndrome which means you've got the most amazing, either talented people, whether it's artists or, or, or in business or market, whatever it is, um, you've got resources, certainly this is a crazy place with resources. We're just talking about all the outdoors. The hub is here, I mean, it's here. It's just, I think a lot of times folks 
have either been down this road before or they certainly have lived here and they've used these things all the time. And so it's almost like you don't, I mean, you know, if you see it every day, you just don't think about it. It's just human nature. I mean, you don't even think about how you crank your car. You just right. get in and do it every day because that's what you do every day, you know? So what? And so um, I, I don't, you can't speak for everybody, but I think that's just always going to be kind of a, a, a tricky thing to overcome that, especially we're, I mean, we're still new to the community. You guys are new to the community. You've seen amazing things happen in other communities. You see the potential here. We see the potential here. Um, but sometimes even start, I think you're right, you start in the schools, that's a good seed for that. I think maybe they're already doing that in some ways. It's maybe identifying who is, what is, what's possible with that. What events can you tie into that? How can you kind of create that sort of energy to start plugging those things together because otherwise the backyard syndrome will always overlay a lot of those things and it just will sort of be this, you know, unless you unless you can do it in a way that attracts a lot of folks from outside the community in, that's always a great thing mm -hmm. and that might not be the only goal though. I feel like sometimes that's where people get fearful in a small community is like bringing all these folks from outside in. Right, right. And I think that's a, a great way to bring money into the community but um, as a digression, I think that's just a, that's one, that's just one thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Hello. Hey, how are you? What is this going to be about? It's, uh, you know, we're going to have coffee and tea in the front, kind of a snack bar and, uh, a little repair stand for the cyclists off the trail here and you know in the back we want to do kind of a innovation lab kind of community classes and things like that so but yeah uh, mostly mostly uh, for the community just come have a cool place to hang out from Piedmont are you? No sir we're originally from uh, Newton Georgia. Yeah I can. Yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> we go through there once in a while. Yeah yeah. Why'd you have to come to Piedmont? Well, uh, long story, but uh, long story short, we, we lived out in Colorado for a while and uh, in a really fast place city, Boulder, and uh, we just, we wanted a little small town to kind of find it. Well, you found it. We found it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we found it, so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to stop on by, we're, uh, we're going to have our grand opening on, on June 15th, so okay. yeah, we'd love, to, love for you guys to come out and check everything out. Well, I'm glad you're here going to promote the trail more or less. Yes, sir. Yeah. That trail started right here with Piedmont. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's 96 a, miles. It's a long right. trail. Right. Yeah. But Piedmont don't push it as much as they ought to. Yeah. Yeah. Working so, on that. Are y'all brothers? No. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Might as well be. We're, we're doing a, a podcast uh, and kind of telling the story of, of from our eyes of Piedmont from the yeah. cyclists and community's yeah. eyes. And they're actually here doing a, a, an interview with us and kind of wow. helping us get some information together. So, right. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. But well, we good. appreciate you stopping by. Yes, sir. What do you, like, as far as the community itself, you feel like it's open to change? I mean, from what you know? Because of where I came from, which was an incredibly small town that grew a lot in a very short amount of time, um, the, the, there was a huge resistance to change. I mean, like, massive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some of it was generational. But that wasn't only it. A lot of it, you know, politics rolls into that, but that's also some generation. Again. There's all those different things that, that make it up. And that's, what, that's kind of what makes it great in a way that, that communities like that. But, but um, you know, I think the perception from outside a lot of times is, you know, we're in Alabama, there's a small place, small town, old town. It's kind of quiet, slow. And, and there's no reason that it, 
it can't grow and still be quiet and slow, first of all. Right. Anybody right. who hears this from outside or who from here should know that they shouldn't fear that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's a celebration of, 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 of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of the draw. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that it has to become, it's not going to turn into some kind of uh, crazy epicenter of whatever. I mean, that'd be great in some ways, but that's not necessarily the focus. I think it's, I think the resistance to change, though, comes a lot of times just from, um, you know, different point of views, different politics, different whatever, fill in the blank, um, overtaking something and taking something away. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't think that that's what the problem is here, if there is a problem. I, I've noticed that when I've, when I've had that in my head, like, oh, I bet this place is probably closed-minded to this kind of thing sure. or that kind of thing, you start to meet people. Um, and you realize, no, they're no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Yeah. This is not. This is not. My head is wrong completely about this place, right? right? right. So, and I say this place is not just Piedmont. It's anywhere. Right. You know, that's just a. You know, that's a personal statement. So, um, you know, it's it's me that's probably resistant to change more than somebody else's. Sure, I guess. Sure. Maybe I need to check myself. But, but that's a. Um, I mean, my, my gut is, yeah, maybe there is would be some resistance to change here. I, I don't know. So, but then you, here you go. You got this guy that walks in, right? Yeah. And and he introduces himself, and he's not, he didn't blow it off like, oh, it's some this place and walks out here in a huff. He's right, like, wait, right. you know, he'll probably be back by here. Right, right. And he want to know who your family is, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be. But that's great. That's man, yes, more of that, please. Right, right. More of that, and so. Um, we, you and I talk about, you've used the term cyclist a lot, cyclist, cyclist. I think that's kind of a, a certainly an umbrella for a place like this. And with the name Pedal Forward Piedmont, I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. you know, the, of course that's a focus. But my question for you guys would be related to your question is how, as you go along, it, I don't know how I can phrase this in a form of question, but maybe it's not. I'll be interested to see and I'm excited to see how your vision adapts slash helps shape some of the changes slash uh, reaches beyond your vision even um, to serve the community in a way that maybe they didn't know that they needed or that you knew that they needed or that we didn't know. I mean, man, the Jacksonville didn't know or Calhoun County or the South, you know. Right, right. Um, that, that's the exciting thing about this and that's why we were just what what you guys are going to do is a different scope than what they do as a service it will all interconnect it it's it's the same way that anyone else who comes in on this block and then that block and this block with different businesses right uh will will see and then of course you guys know it from a business standpoint you got to have literally the person next to you in line with what you're doing and, and them and you in line with what they're doing um, to build that kind of thing. And already, just knowing, I, she said it, I mean, just knowing that y'all are here, knowing that you've got this next door neighbor doing that, mm-hmm. all these little things are starting to kind of pop up. It's a great place to, I'm gonna bring my computer up here mm-hmm. and probably just come up here and not write at all. And yeah, sit up yeah. here and, and say, hey, can I hang out and grab some coffee mm-hmm. and work on finishing this project? Yep, yep. You know, because I feel comfortable doing that if that's the kind of place that you're creating, yes. you know, grab something to eat next door, have a snack here, yeah. probably grab some more jails anyway, because <laughs> I'll be riding back up here. Sure. So, um, yeah, I, I, 
I think, but I think that is the change. Mm -hmm. You know, some of it will be finding out how to bring people in. You know, I don't know how much, I don't know a lot about industry. I think there's a bigger community issue maybe in smaller towns where you gotta have, you gotta have inflow, you know, or or, or pass-throughs. You gotta have jobs, yeah, yeah, absolutely, of course. I don't think anybody would disagree with that, but, but there is that sector of like folks riding over from Atlanta or coming in from out of town for a thing or doing whatever. And so, but that's not, that's not, uh, a, that's not cash flow year long all the time guaranteed, yeah, right, right. right? But man, that sure helps. So it sort of takes, I think it takes all of those moving parts somehow to, yeah. yeah. But you guys can handle all that, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Make, <laughs> make, make that happen. So, that's going to be something to watch. I mean, I think that's that's why it's exciting. It's a it's a the whole reason that you said in your first podcast and that y'all post uh, about why you came here uh, it is is amazing. I, I get it. I totally get it. I can see it. I saw it when I rode up here the first time. I rode around town. And I, I I felt there's this is kind of this charm that if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, this might this is the weird spot it's like the <laughs> yeah, place yeah. it's just set up right, for right. it so it's just gonna take some figuring out mm-hmm. and plugging in folks and i think y'all are doing it the right way 